This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614 614- Seven six zero zero six seven zero, or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And please visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group, and you can watch videos on different financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary and no obligation is required. Now, today what we're going to talk about are are the basics of required minimum distributions. I think it's something everybody should make sure they completely understand. It's because it's it's something that you have to do now when you reach the age of 72. But before we kind of dive into all that, let me bring uh, bring in my co-host this week and every week, and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Corey. Thanks for asking. I've had uh, just a crazy busy week. I worked all last weekend and uh, was outside a bit. So um, I think I got a little bit of a cold, but uh, other than that, uh, everything's great. I'm keeping busy. It's fun to be here with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And it sounds like you've got a good one planned for us today. I guess I'm uh, just we're just looking forward to this weekend. Uh, I'm having a big Super Bowl party with some friends here. How about you? Oh, oh yeah. You know, uh, as we you know, we said it this last time, but you know, who day? So we're gonna root for those Bengals. Yeah, a lot of Central Ohio and the yep. rest of the state's gonna be doing that. So we're looking forward to watching the Bengals in the Super Bowl. It's been a long time um, since oh. they've been in it. Of course, the Browns have yeah. never been in it. Yeah. So uh, this is the third time that the, the you know hopefully the third time's a charm for Cincinnati. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, they haven't even been in the the playoffs or the division championship in a long time. So a Super Bowl is going to be a big deal, and I'm rooting for Cincinnati. I hope the Bengals can do it. Um, that would be amazing. Uh, I think that whole state will shut down. Uh, they'll uh, <laughs> be partying in the streets. Uh, we'll see how that happens this weekend. So uh, looking forward to it. But, yeah, I've been good, and I know you've been busy. So, uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about required minimum distributions, right? Yeah, we are. And uh, I think one of the, the places to really start, Tony, um, is kind of like, when should you really start taking them? I, I know a lot of people still come into the office, think they have to start taking it at 70 and a half. It's kind of been, you know, uh, something that you know, it's just kind of been drained in their head, right? Yeah. Well, the SECURE Act, Tony, actually changed when you started taking you know, required minimum distributions. You know, under the 2019 legislation, if you turn 70 and a half in 2019, then you should have taken your first RMD by April 1st of 2020. Now, if you turn 70 and a half in 2020 or later, you should have to take your first RMD by April 1st of the year following after you, you know, turn the age of 72. So anything after that, going forward is going to be now you have to be 72. 
And one of the things they do, Tony, is what, they, what they'll actually do, it's all based upon what the account balance was as of December 31st from the previous year. And this is going to apply to you know traditional IRAs, simple IRAs, SEP IRAs, uh, 401ks, 403bs, Roth IRAs is very important because it does it's not included you know in your required you know minimum distributions. Wow. So um, it, it can get a little complicated, and and people need to understand uh, what this all means because. Uh, when they reach that age, the government's going to make you take out money out of those um, tax-deferred accounts. So most retirement accounts are tax-deferred, like traditional IRAs, like you say, 401ks, 403bs. So uh, the government wants the tax money <laughs> that's in there, and it's been growing, and now they're going to tax it. And that comes out at a full your full tax rate, right? The full federal income tax rate. Yeah, it, it does, Tony. It's actually taxed as ordinary income. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you can have a, a top tax rate of up to 31% or 37%, I mean, you know, for 2021 20, and 2022. Sure. Now, an out, you know, an account owner who delays the first RMD, you know, until April of, of the following year, um, they actually will have to take two RMDs or requirement distributions out within that, that same tax year. So depending on... Um, how much your dollar amount is, you definitely might want to a consult with a CPA or you might want to talk with your advisor because by taking two RMDs in one year, it could possibly put you in a different types of tax bracket. So you need to make, you know, again, make sure that you're um, doing it the right way because it's, you know, it is something that uh, it can be complicated, like you said, and you just want to make sure that you are taking it out. Well, you, um, you said something there, Corey, I want to comment on because you work with your CPA. I think when you're talking about RMDs, that affects your retirement income. Uh, it's part of your overall financial plan. So you really have to be working with a financial services professional like yourself uh, who's uh, done this. You do this day in and day out and help people do this. You've done this for years. So uh, people need to be working with their CPA and their financial services professional uh, so they can work together to look at the big picture. And, and the, the CPA is looking at the immediate and I know you look at the big picture, how taxes are going to affect you in retirement. And really, you start looking at this kind of thing and these accounts, uh, even in the pre-retirement phase. That's part of retirement planning, isn't it? It is part of retirement parent. You know, it is definitely, you know, part of uh, retirement planning, Tony. And But one of the things you really need to be able to understand, Tony, and it's, it's not necessarily easy, but you have to make sure that you're calculating your requirement distributions, you know, the correct way. Again, as I mentioned earlier, it's all based upon the balance that you have as of December 31st from the previous year. And, you know, the nice part about it is, is let's just say you have multiple IRA accounts. And the key word here is IRA accounts. Um, you can actually add them all up together. And it doesn't matter which one that you actually take your distribution out of, you know, as long as you end up meeting the overall amount. However, one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize is let's just say now you have some IRAs and you have some multiple 401ks. So you have to take your required out of your IRAs, and then you also have to take them out of each of your 401ks as well, separately. They're you know technically they're treated as different entities. So um, a lot of times, in order to make it a lot easier, one of the things that we do for a lot of you know for our clients, Tony, is we actually roll everything over to an you know to an IRA. 
we can help you. We, you know, one of the things that we do for our clients is we calculate your requirement distribution just to make sure that you're taking it out the right way. Well, now, it, sound, it sounds like it would be a real pain if you had uh, 401ks because the rules are a little different and you have to take uh, a distribution from each one of them uh, once you turn 72. Whereas an IRA, if you have multiple IRAs, you can take it all from one if you wanted, right? Is that what you're saying? That, that's exactly what I'm saying, Tony. And, you know, again, one of the things we do is we calculate all this for our clients to make sure they're taking, you know, taking the, the right amount out. Um, because we'll talk about that in a minute. If you don't take the right amount out, then there are penalties, you know, in order to, to make that happen as well. Um, but one, you know, one of the thing, another interesting thing I think people need to understand, let's just say you have some IRAs and maybe you're working, right? And if you're working and you're not a 5% owner of that particular company that you're working for, and they have a 401k, as long as you're working, you're not required to take any money out of that 401k as a requirement distribution because you're continually working. Mm -hmm. However, if you're an owner of that company, then of course there's no protection there. You do have to start taking your requirement distributions out as well. Ah, okay. So, um, uh, you know, people are working longer and longer. So I would say, oh, well, there's no chance people are going to be working when they're 72, but I guess that is possible, isn't it? It is possible. I mean, more, more and more people are working longer for whatever yeah. reason. Um, maybe they need the income, maybe they just want to get out of the house. Sure. Um, but you know, say you do, you know, want to retire around 74 or 75, you know, you might not have to take actually any required, required minimum distribution to have that 401k while you are working. Oh, okay. So that's, that's good to know. There are so many of these rules. I hope our listeners are either writing them down or will pay attention. And I know if they have questions, uh, and want to get a plan in place to deal with all this, they can just uh, give you a call, right? Yeah, they can always give us a call. Phone number is 614-760-0670. Again, this is a great time to do it. It's February here. A lot of a lot of you are going to be starting to take requirement distributions out. Um, you're going to want to make sure you do it the right way because one of the things you don't want to do, Tony, of course, is be penalized, you know, penalized, and we'll yeah. talk about that um, as soon as we come back from our break. Sure. Sounds good. Well, let's take a quick break here, Corey, and listeners stay tuned because we're going to be right back to talk more about RMDs, those required minimum distributions, here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. Hi, I'm Corey Sickles with Safe Harbor Retirement Group. How much income do you need to retire? As pension plans vanish and 401ks fluctuate with the stock market, people are under more pressure than ever to save for the future. We can help you determine how much money you'll need in retirement and create a personalized plan to help you reach that goal. Visit safeharboroh.com to request your complimentary meeting. It's our business to make the most of your money. That's safeharboroh.com. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, you can click on that radio page and check out some previous shows and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Well, today we've been talking about um, the under, really the understanding of required minimum distributions of what you have to start taking out out of your retirement accounts when you reach the age of 72. Yeah, and uh, that's important. I mean, obviously, you need to be ready for RMDs. And uh, a lot of people, I think, uh, they think they have an understanding of what they are. Oh, I just uh, need to take some money out. But 
uh, you want to make sure you do it right. I mean, it, it can be a bit of a rude awakening if you're not uh, expecting it when you turn 72 and all of a sudden you've got to take money out of accounts that maybe you weren't planning on or paying taxes on that money. That's the key right there. Um, and, you know, I, I think Uncle Sam is going to force you to do it. I don't even think he's your real uncle, but uh, I am glad they bumped it up at least to 72. It used to be 70 and a half, as you mentioned earlier. So um, and now uh, IRAs, it's a, it's a little different with uh, traditional IRAs and 401ks. And so um, with traditional IRAs, you talked about this a little bit earlier, but I wanted to clarify you can, again, have multiple IRAs uh, and you have to figure out uh, the amount they want you to take out each one. And you don't have to take separate amounts out of each one. You could combine that amount, right? Yeah, that's correct, Tony. Yeah. You can't combine that amount. And, you know, another thing to also think about this year, um, a lot of people don't know this, but they actually changed the way they calculate your required distributions from previous years. Oh. They actually extended the life expect expectancy tables, which means you have to take a lower percentage out for the same age, you know, from the previous year. So it's, again, you have to make sure that you're using the right calculation. If you don't need the money, you don't want to take out more than you actually have to. So again, it's something that, you know, that you would definitely want to do is work with an advisor or CPA to make sure that you're calculating your required distributions the correct way as well. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, RMDs, as they're called, uh, can be tricky. So um, uh, there are penalties, though. I mean, I don't know if you were going to get to this yet, Corey, but eventually I want to hear what the penalties are. Like, let's say I don't do it. Let's say I miss it or don't have it set up. Well, it's just uh, that's a good question, Tony. So the way the IRS judges this is a 50% penalty. And uh, let's wow. just say you have a requirement distribution of $10,000. Yep. And uh, basically what they're going to do is they're going to uh, fine you $5,000. You still have to pay tax on it. It's going to be part of that, you know, requirement distribution that you're taking out as well. So that's, you know, the way I look at it is you're going to get 50% of your RMD, you know, to Uncle Sam. And I think that's something that, that a lot of people out there really do not want to do. Well, no, 50% is a huge penalty. I mean, 10% penalties are, are bad enough as far as, you know, like if you take out before 59 and a half and some of the other rules with retirement accounts, which there are many tax rules and rules about these retirement accounts, but uh, you don't want to end up paying a 50% penalty to Uncle Sam, that's for sure. So uh, again, how do we avoid that penalty? How do we avoid that mistake of uh, missing an RMD? Well, obviously, Tony, I think you want to be able to work with a financial advisor. We're going to yeah. make sure, you know, we make sure our clients take out the required minimum amount. Um, but, you, you know, I think that's the easiest way to do it, just to make sure that you are taking it out the correct way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, when you when you start thinking about this, you know, one of the things that I see more, more than anything is when people come to me and they start putting together a retirement plan, the one thing that I see more than anything is they have more of their money in IRA accounts and not Roth accounts. So uh, in a lot of cases, if they come to me and we're putting together a plan, you know, it's five or 10 years away. One of the things we might do if your company offers a Roth 401k is we'll start putting more money into your Roth 401k because a, you do, you know, it is after tax money that you put in. So you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to see the benefit of lower taxes today. However, it's going to grow tax-free. It's also, 
Now it's not, you know, when you when the time comes at age 72, you're not going to be required to take it off, you know, take it out as well. So it's, it's, it's a strategy that, that we definitely try to put in place for a lot of clients because, let's face it, when you're in retirement, you're going to want as much tax-free money as possible. Yeah. And a good way to be able to do that is to invest in a Roth 401k at your company. I'm a firm believer in pay your taxes now, especially where we sit tax-wise. Taxes are going to have to go up as we you know kind of go through retirement. And the way I look at it, anything you put into a 401k or a, a traditional IRA, the government loves it. You're going to pay taxes to them as, as long as you live. Yeah. And see, with a traditional IRA and a traditional 401k, um, sure, uh, you don't pay taxes up front, but it grows, right? That's in accounts that are growth accounts. And when you do take it out, then you're going to pay taxes on the growth. And that's what Uncle Sam wants. He's going to tax that full amount, the principal and the the earnings on that account. Uh, but it's the opposite with the Roth. You just pay initial tax. Uh, that money is just taxed at regular rates going in. But then it grows tax free. So you're not paying taxes on that bigger amount when it comes out whenever you want it, whether it's the RMD or if you you know you're taking it out in retirement. Once you retire, let's say at 65, you start taking money out of those uh, a Roth account. You don't have to pay any taxes on the on the growth or anything. Uh, but a traditional, you do. You have to pay taxes on the full amount. So uh, I just think that makes so much sense, especially since taxes. We know taxes are low. In fact, we know they're going to go up for sure by 2025 because that's when these special lower rates that we have right now expire. And with all the stimulus spending and all the, they're not, government's not going to cut spending. <laughs> that's, they've never done that. So, that's right. uh, the, you know, they've kicked the can down the road as far, about as far as they can without raising taxes. So uh, we know taxes will go up too. So that makes sense. So now you're talking about, it, that's what you're saying, right? I mean, take some of that money and maybe put it in a Roth IRA, right? Yep. If, you, if you're definitely working, it's a great way to be able to, uh, diversify yourself from a tax standpoint, you can still invest ever how you want to invest it. Sure. It's just going to be able to, now you have a little bit of a, more of a tax diversification. Sure. Because one of the things that we do a lot of, Tony, too, let's just say you're 65 or 66 and you retire. Um, and we know that maybe you have a big requirement distribution that's become, you know, it's going to happen when you're, you know, when you reach the age of 72. Sure. Another, another thing that we do is, we work with you or put together a solution in order to help avoid, you know, your requirement minimum distributions later. And that is we convert some of your traditional IRA money to a Roth IRA as well. Okay. So there's a lot of different types of strategies we can do. Most cases, the easiest way to do this is, you know, uh, so let's just say you make $80,000 a year, right? Everybody gets a twenty-four thousand, you know, standard deduction, you know, roughly. Sure. You can actually convert around twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars, still stay within the same tax bracket, which is the twelve percent tax bracket today. But now you've converted that thirty thousand dollars to a a Roth IRA. You've paid your taxes. It's going to lower your requirement distributions later. And you start doing that over four, five, six, seven years, you you can actually convert quite a bit of your money to a Roth IRA as well. Sure. And it's something to really to really look at. The other thing is, is right now, you know, of course, uh, Washington's starting to look at that as well. 
whether or not they're going to be allowing that, you know, if you have certain income levels. But there's, you know, there's there's been a lot of talk in, in, in D.C. about possibly eliminating the ability to be able to convert a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA because they know the importance of being able to have that revenue come in, you know, for multiple years rather than for a few years. Right. And so uh, before they change the law and to make sure you're grandfathered in, now is the time to act uh, if you're planning for retirement or even in retirement. But let me clarify one thing about RMDs. So with a Roth IRA, there are no required minimum distributions, right? That's correct. So you that is correct, Tony. You, when and, you and, turn and, 72, the government's not going to force you to take money out of it. That's correct. And if something should happen to you and you pass away, your Roth IRA is going to go tax-free, of course, to your beneficiaries. Oh, that's nice. However, if you have a traditional IRA, it's going to go to those beneficiaries as well. And the way it's basically designed now is you, they have 10 years in order to withdraw those funds. So if you have a big IRA out there, let's just say a million-dollar IRA, you know, you're, of course you're not going to want your one beneficiary or two beneficiaries to take all that, pay it out, you know, within one year. Um, you know, if someone's getting inherited $500,000, that's going to be $500,000 of income. So you can prorate that over, you know, take that out over a 10 year period if you do set up the inherited IRA the correct way. But the point of it is, is someone's going to pay those taxes and you can, if you really want to build a legacy and build it the right way by doing a little bit of planning and have a strategy and a solution in place, you can try to have as much tax-free money go to your beneficiaries as well. Sure. So uh, it's really part of, you're talking about legacy planning and estate planning now. So if you pass and you have a traditional IRA, uh, and it, it, it goes to your beneficiary, however, they're going to have to pay taxes on that money within a certain time period, 10 years. But on the other hand, if it's a Roth IRA... Uh, it goes to them tax-free and they don't have to take those distributions within a certain time or they, when they do take them out, they're tax-free. Is that right? That is correct. It's going to go tax-free to them. And um, again, if you really want to try to build an estate plan or, you know, possibly leave money to the, you know, your children or grandchildren or, or maybe even your spouse too, because, um, you know, even if you leave money to your spouse, it, it'd be, your, your spouse is going to be in a better position to have tax-free money rather than, taxable money or, you know, so it's a good way to be able to do that. And, you know, another way, Tony, to be able to, uh, um, possibly, you know, um, when another strategy for taking your requirement distributions out is to be able to even give that money or your required amount, if you don't need it or a portion of it, you don't need is you can actually give to a charity. Um, it can actually meet your requirement distributions. You're, you don't have to pay tax on it, even though it satisfies your required. And then more than likely, the entity you're giving it to is not going to have to pay taxes anyway because it's a charitable you know, organization as well. Yeah, that that's another great thing. I'm glad you brought that up. Almost out of time for today's show, Corey. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we have to go today? Yeah, Tony. You know, for our listeners out there, you know, today we're talking about requirement distributions. You know, if you have any questions or if you, you know, there's still a lot, there's still a lot of other solutions and things we can put in place for you that we didn't really talk about today on what to do with that money. But it, it, but what I highly recommend is you work with a CPA or you work with a financial advisor to kind of guide you down this path. Again, you can set up a complimentary no obligation meeting with me by calling 614-760-0670 
or you can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com. And again, if you have a financial plan in place, we can give you that second, we can be that second set of eyes and provide a second opinion. And if you don't have one, we'll put a financial plan in place. And again, required minimum distributions is something that you're going to have to take out. You need to have a strategy, and we're really here to help you do that. Again, just reach out to us and give us a call at 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks, Corey. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickle. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.